0: Hi everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Universe Wrestling Podcast. I am stand-up comedian Sean Deals. So those who don't really know what this podcast is about, if this is the first time you've listened on the show, Sometimes on some episodes I'll be doing like wrestling reviews, go, talking about this week in wrestling and everything that happened this week. And then on some episodes I do a kind of like a fantasy "what if" universe, where what if every wrestler of all time is back in their prime, and we've actually already drafted uh, a Raw and SmackDown brand of like the greatest of all time in their prime. Like today wrestlers, wrestlers from the 80s, 70s, 60s and we put them all in two different rosters and they we have like a fantasy universe like what would happen and we actually go through a whole calendar year of like January to December of what's going to happen. That's going to come out soon. We've already done the draft episode uh, where we picked 100 superstars, 50 for each brand and really excited that's going to be coming out soon uh i'm almost done with the first two weeks we're going to try to do two weeks at a time Mm -hmm. all right so on this week though we're going to do just wrestling reviews this week on the show i'm going over five different shows i'm going over raw i'm going over nxt smackdown nwa power 136 and nxt deadline so let's go ahead and jump into raw first up we have drew mcintyre he delivered a promo on the beginning of Raw, and Sammy comes out because they're gonna have a match anyway. And he says Sammy deserved his uh, ass whooping from the Bloodline. He's like, you know, hey, you know, that's 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 on you. I actually liked how he brought up the fact of Sammy being a heel before turning face, and he was actually running from Drew McIntyre, and that's kind of how he did start the bloodline because they were feeding with McIntyre same time Sammy was and he kind of that's how he kind of weaseled his way into the bloodline. actually loved the fact that he brought that up. I thought that was really cool and then so Drew and Sammy had a match. Drew won yeah, it looked kind of brutal too I know after he lost to Seth he said you know I could have won but I held back and this looks like a match where he didn't hold back so that was really cool and uh, he just whooped Sammy's ass. Becky and Nia Jax kind of had a confrontation. I, I said last last week I think Nia would be going up against Rhea, but it looks like she's going to go after Becky soon. So they might have a match either I could see that match happening at the Royal Rumble, or, you know, they got a lot of shows to fill between now and Royal Rumble, so that could be a year-end show, you know, I think the last Raw of the year is going to be a pretty big one, or maybe even a Christmas episode, I, I really enjoy the holiday editions of Raw and SmackDown, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler had a match, unfortunately, Nia Jax won, I was really hoping after Shayna beat Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam, she was going to get a big push, but nothing came of it. My boy R Truth invades the Judgment Day clubhouse, which is becoming a highlight for me. Uh, I hope R Truth kind of joins Judgment Day, actually. I don't know if turning full heel would uh, maybe just like, uh, I don't know, just hit just him being like a, maybe like a, how Sammy was a honorary oose what if Truth is like an honorary Judgment Day member? I think that'd be hilarious. Uh, Truth ride fucking TV in there is awesome. Uh, DIY versus Imperium. I think Hulu cut that one out for me. DIY one, of course, because Hulu hates DIY for me. I never really get to see a whole lot that they do. Uh, very rarely they are pop up on my Hulu. Uh, another match Hulu cut. Natalia and. Uh, and Knox versus Carter and Chance. Uh Carter and Chance won. Uh, you know what? If it was gonna cut a match, cut that one because I wouldn't have gave a shit anyway. Uh, not trying to be mean. I don't like the tag team of Natalia and Tiga Knox. That shit was just kinda thrown just thrown because they didn't know what to do with either female. I like Natalia. I could think of a thousand ways what I would do with her I'll just, honestly, if you're gonna have her do this shit, i would just put Natalia on NXT and have her be like a uh, maybe a top heel on NXT. I mean, do something with her. Uh, next up another Shinsuke Nakamura wants to end Cody Rhodes. They will be fighting next week on Raw. I don't see the match like having a uh, having a good end. I imagine something's gonna happen. You know, one of those shaky finishes. I think that's what's going to happen on Raw. They're not gonna. They're going to have a match, but it's going to have a goofy outcome where something shouldn't happened. Uh, next up, the Creed Brothers versus Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough. Uh, this match I really enjoyed. The Creed Brothers just destroyed Dom Mysterio and JD McDonough. Uh, also, Truth came out and was watching, supporting Judgment Day, which really kind of just distracted them. Uh, what it mattered because the Creed brothers were killing them. Afterwards, Dominic—not Dominic, sorry. Afterwards, Damian Priest was like, "Hey, what's going on? What 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 happened out there?" And JD was trying to blame Truth, but uh, Dom's like, "Nah, man, it wasn't even Truth. They were just too powerful for us." And I like that. I like. I like that. Uh, next up. So, next up, we have our uh, main event Seth Rollins versus Jay Uso. Before they even came out, they had a backstage thing, and you know, they like, you know, be- best of luck, but then they kind of got in each other's faces at the same time, too. That was kind of cool. I like that. They come out and they have a match. They actually, I was surprised how much time they got. They got a lot of time. Uh, uh, it was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Though I couldn't enjoy it as much as I. I it would have been a lot better if I didn't know who was going to win. And I knew I was like there ain't no way Jay's gonna win. This is a I hate to say it but the title doesn't change a whole lot on Raw and SmackDown unless it's like a special Raw or SmackDown. So I was like I kinda figured Jay wasn't gonna win this. Uh Seth won and, you know, a great match is just to me, if I know he's gonna win it the match isn't as good so but I mean still you can't take away what they did out there they were both great uh, after the match Drew McIntyre beats the shit out of Jey Uso I kind of hope you know this storyline ends soon with Jay and Drew it's kind of getting boring uh, I mean he's already screwed them out of two or three title shots they just need to kind of wrap this one up I think they need to have one blow off match and move on Okay, so now let's move to the next show. Let's do NWA Power 136. And let me, let me, i got a couple gripes I want to say at NWA. Uh, so, for me, the matches are too short. Not all of them, some of them are the perfect length, but your main events are about the same length as your openers. I don't know. Every time I see uh, NWA Power Show, their main events are super short. Uh, this one, especially, you know, I think on one thirty-five it ended in DQ, horrible. This one main event it, it, it ended it ended It actually had a good uh had a, had a it actually had a ending, but it was such a short match. Uh, but we'll get there. All right, so let's start from the beginning. We had the Country Gentleman versus the slime balls and i've been telling you guys for weeks about the slime balls i think since episode one and this is i think they're they're, maybe their debut match or they haven't had many uh and i really still like the slime balls i've been telling you that they're my favorite thing on nwa they still are uh they did not win against the country gentlemen Uh, but the slime balls were funny Uh, one of the guys in the slime balls is like a really fucking tiny scrawny kid Uh, I don't know he's he's really small he's like referee small Uh, but I mean he had a lot of charisma out there I I thought the slime balls were actually going to be faces but they're actually heels okay that's fine they, i mean these guys i'm telling you they're just like the uh the nasty boys back in the day uh these guys are a lot of fun to watch i wish they would have won but the country gentleman law lo- uh won the match and the slime balls lost uh next up we had max the impaler she had a match against a female i didn't get to write her name down but max the Impaler squashed the shit out of her uh this is the first time i've seen max the impaler and holy shit this woman is crazy she looks awesome uh i really enjoyed max the impaler i see why she's their champion uh yeah honestly if i was another promotion i'd try to sign her she's awesome uh Red Fury versus Joe Alonzo versus Luke Curtis. I don't know any of these guys. I didn't even write down who won. I just, you know, don't I don't know anybody in this show. There's this is like my fourth fifth week and with the exception of the slime balls, I don't really I don't you know, it's just too much going on. My uh, my problem with NWA, another problem I have with it, is it's forty five minutes per episode. This show needs to be structured better or longer. It needs to be either double this length if you're going to have this many roster members. That way you can... I don't know. just It's just hard for me to get into it when this is my fourth or fifth week and I'm, every week's just different people. I can't get invested in anybody on this show. So, uh, I don't know. They need to do something because i think they just need to extend the show if you're going to have all this all, if you have this many roster members your show needs to be longer next up the outrunners versus the new spectaculars uh the new spectaculars i believe won this one they have a they have like a new tag member every week which is like on, uh ongoing gag and they keep doing auditions and they finally won i think uh Billy Corrigan said, "If they lost, they're all fired." So they won this one, and in the main event, it's thrill, through Billy Silas Mason versus Devin Dixon. Uh, these were the Billy guys I was talking about last week. uh Yeah, I I was really kind of looking forward to this match. A lot of the guys on NWA are smaller than you would see probably on WWE or something, but these guys were actually big boys, and I was really looking forward to this match. Again, it it wasn't a bad match. This just this was the main event, and it was just really short. I was expecting these guys to have a barn burner from the build up to the match. They didn't. It was a quick match, uh, and I think that's just because every episode of NWA is forty something minutes, forty five minutes usually at average. Um, I think I don't I don't know why they're not longer. They're on YouTube. So, I mean, there's you can go up to 12 hours on YouTube. So, I'm not saying go 12 hours, but fuck, you don't have to be 45 minutes. You can go over an hour. Uh, maybe there's a deal they have. Maybe they're showing they have structure so they can get a TV deal. Maybe, you know, they don't, maybe they're worried if it goes over an hour, people want to watch it. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, so, either they can cut a few matches to make a longer main event. You didn't need the triple threat. I didn't care about any of those guys. Uh, you So you could have cut that out for extra time. There's also a lot of extra excess shit on their show, show they could have cut out. Some backstage stuff. Just, you know, you need longer main events. And you just, I don't know. That, I, have a, I have a lot of beef with NWA. I'm still going to keep watching it. Hopefully it gets better. Hopefully within, you know, another couple weeks. I don't know everybody. Next up, NXT. They had a last chance Iron Survivor qualifier match with Phelan Henley, Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, Thea Hale. Uh, I was actually surprised Phelan Henley won this one. Uh, You know, I didn't expect her to win at all. But, you know, I'm kind of glad she did. Next up, Lola Vice versus Tatum Paxley. Uh, Lola Vice won this one. I didn't really know any of these girls but uh, next up Alpha Academy versus Metaphor uh, super stoked Alpha Academy beat Metaphor uh, I love Alpha Academy and uh, this match was a lot of fun to watch another Chase U press conference again I don't like anybody in Chase You uh, I think they're horrible and just I was ready for that to go over with I don't give a fuck about that Uh, The five women in the Iron Man Survivor match uh, have a kind of like a press conference with Byron Saxon out on stage. And uh, Byron was pretty funny here. He's like, hey, do not, you know, talk over each other. We're going to have this go smoothly. I guess he's new to WWE. I mean, I know he's not, but like, I mean, that was. Nothing ever goes smoothly at these things. So I don't know why he's expecting it would. And they it didn't. They were all fighting each other by the end and he was going crazy. And uh Yeah. Uh next up we have Nathan Frazier versus Axiom. It ended in a no contest because the women came out somehow the fight was going on from backstage to to the ring. Uh so that was a little silly. Uh they will be fighting at deadline now. The Nathan Frazier and Axiom. Uh, Last Chance Iron Survivor Qualifier match for the boys. Eddie Thorpe versus Joe Coffee. I don't like his name, by the way. Joe Coffee. That's like double coffee puns. Uh, versus Carmelo Hayes versus Tyler Bate. Uh, I was really stoked Tyler Bate won this one. Uh, I love Tyler Bate, so I was like, dude, fucking dope. He won. Um, I didn't think, you know, I. I Carmelo Hayes was going to win because he's got that beef going with Lexus King, and sure enough, they will be fighting at deadline. Wesley came out and he was telling everybody he's injured and he's going to have to have back surgery. I thought this was, um, I thought this was planned. I thought like you know, hey, this is you know for the show. He's going to trick Dominic Mysterio, but no, no, he's really going to have back surgery, which sucks, but. uh because even Dominic Mysterio came out and was making fun of him and you know making fun of Wesley and Wesley just had this emotional promo where he was crying and I thought the whole thing was fake but it's actually real he is going to go ahead to have surgery Uh, then Wesley said hey you know I may not be able to fight you at Deadline but this guy will and then uh, Rey Mysterio comes on the screen says he will be fighting Dragon Lee at deadline, and Bray will be in this corner. I get that he that he uh, Ray and Dominic are still beefing, but like, why would you? Even if you were, why would you want your son to lose his title? Anyway, so they're going. He's going to be at deadline with Dragon Lee and Isla Dragonoff and Baron Corbin have a segment to help promote their match. Uh, this did de- kind of help. This did kind of help with the the hype for off and Baron Corbin because honestly the build up hasn't been great for Deadline um, so really excited to see that. Next up Smackdown Tribute to the Troops edition of Smackdown. Uh, I'm kind of glad they just put Tribute to Troops on a Smackdown instead of Tribute to the Troops being their own show because usually they'll have like a, just a special Tribute to the Troops episode that's not Connected with anything, and it's usually just an hour long. Uh, I kind of like this better. It just slap uh, putting tribute of the chips on SmackDown, so that was really kind of cool. And uh, Corey Graves is awful commentary, but they put JBL in his place this week. I don't know what's going on with Corey Graves. I think there's something going on because he hasn't done a podcast since. Now he does have a newborn baby. Maybe you could say they haven't done a podcast. Because he's been busy with a baby, but they did have uh, uh, the Irish guy fill in on his podcast. May- maybe Cory that pissed Corey Gray's off that because hey, that's my podcast. Don't do it without me. And maybe they can't do the podcast because he does have the new baby. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe everything's going on with the baby. But I was like, maybe he didn't want to be there because Punk's there or i know i don't know why jbl's there is also awesome because he started tributes to the troops maybe i'm overthinking the Corey graves thing maybe not but i do like seeing jbl on commentary him and michael cole have such a good chemistry together and i was really nice it's just a really feel good great episode of smackdown i really enjoy tributes to the troops i think that's awesome Uh, First up, we have Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar. This is part of the United States uh, Championship Tournament. Uh, Santos Escobar came out with uh, interference by Dominic Mysterio. Pretty cool. Um, I wonder if we're going to see more team-ups with Santos and Dominic. Who knows? But, uh, the right guy won. I'm glad Santos won that match. Uh, this, this next part was awesome. Randy Orton goes backstage, uh, to pay his fine for RK owing Nick Aldis. And he, uh, he gave him a check. And Nick like, hey, what? This is 100000 You only owe 50000 And Randy was like, yeah, but, uh, this for the next one. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> He's keeping Nick Aldis on his fucking toes. Uh, next up, Cody Rose comes out, thanks the troops because there's a lot of troops there uh, at the show, and he thanked them for it for coming out, which is a nice segment I'm glad they brought Cody Rose out for that uh, Bobby Lashley versus Karrion Cross for the US tournament, uh, US Championship tournament, boy do I feel bad for fucking Karrion Kross because before Bobby came out they're like, oh yeah, by the way uh here's a former uh army soldier bobby lashley he was uh he used to be in the army and uh, you know they're at the tribute to the troops and he's like here's a uh u.s veteran bobby lashley and bobby comes out everybody's going crazy for him and here's Kerry and cross non <laughs> non-former veteran okay and i don't know I do feel bad for Karrion cross uh he hasn't been on t v in a while. They actually had a uh NFL guy help out on commentary here and you know sometimes when they have like special guest commentary they're bad. This guy was actually really good he actually knew stuff like he knew the last time he saw Karen Cross was against AJ Styles I don't know if they gave him a note to say that but I mean it, it, it sounded like he knew he was t- he's talking about so I was like dude that guy was awesome and uh apparently he's an NFL guy he's going to be doing the commentary for the Marines versus the Army football game. I don't know. Karrion Cross was just in a lose-lose situation here. Uh, and Bobby Lashley got the win. Uh, my issue with this as well is not only just, like, what are they going to do with Karrion Cross? poor Karrion Cross. They've been building up Bobby as a heel. And then today he's a, you know, on SmackDown he's a, like, a face. Like, super baby face. Like, the baby face of baby faces. Uh, so I was like, what the fuck are they doing with these guys? I really don't know what they're doing, with like, booking them I hope, I hope next week he doesn't come out as a heel, because they're just, I don't know it's kind of like the women, the the women in WWE, a lot of times they're just jumping back and forth the face and heel, you know uh, maybe not all of them, but some of them like, especially a few years ago, that's how they were next up, we have the CM Punk promo, which was great, uh, he didn't get the responses he wanted but that's um, for obvious reasons because he had a tribute to the troops. A lot of those guys, they don't watch Raw and AEW on the regular. They don't watch every week. They don't know all the like dirt sheets. They don't listen to the rumors. They don't know all that extra stuff. So with all of the punk stuff Punk was dropping, they weren't catching on to. Uh, he wasn't getting the responses he wanted but I mean it's a tribute to the troops. It just wasn't the tribute to the troops, yes, they loved Punk, but for him to do one of those pipe bomb promos, it probably wasn't the Vinny for it. Uh even though he still did really good, like and he was coming out saying, Who do you want me to talk about instead of, you know, kinda like he was kind of playing off of Cody Rhodes thing. And uh You know, he Oh man, this promo was fucking great. He brought up Roman Reigns, LA Knight, Kevin Owens. Uh, and I loved when he brought up Kevin Owens. He was, Kevin Owens, you can't trust that guy. He's going around punching people backstage. It's 2023. You can't do that. You know, referring to his fights with Jungle Boy and the Young Bucks. Love this promo. He also brought up Seth Rollins. Yeah, this just, this was really great here. And he said he's going to sign on Monday for sure. He's going to know where he's going to go uh so that was great i just don't think that was the right venue for that kind of promo but still good oscar versus charlotte flair uh oscar won this one and uh apparently charlotte could have maybe got hurt on this match i hope i hope charlotte's uh okay i really like charlotte i'd hate to see her get hurt especially this close to mania so hopefully charlotte is okay uh, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk have a backstage moment. Cody's like, So you're trying to fill uh you're trying to finish your dream too, huh? And you know. And, and and CM Punk ran into Kevin Owen's backstage. So I you know what, at the end of the show I'm gonna go over five potential CM Punk WrestleMania matches. Because 'Cause I'm just pumped, uh, let's see where he goes from here. Uh next up, LA Knight and Randy Orton take on. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa this was a good main event Uh, that's one thing I like about the Tribute to the Troops is they don't on the normal Tribute to the Troops episode they don't really just go for storyline stuff they just like let's have a feel good great time kind of like a house show usually your faces and baby faces are going to end the show on a happy note and that's what we got here LA and Orton they were, uh, you know, I think there's even a mention of Randy Orton saying backstage, "Can he trust L.A. Knight?" And uh, they did; they were able to work together, great, and one. You know, us me and Tazier were watching this, and I told Tazier, "I was like, they would make a great tag team match. I wouldn't hate L.A. Knight and Randy Orton fighting Judgment Day for the tag team championships. I would not hate that at all. I would love it." That might be a possible future for both of these men. I thought LA Knight was going to go win the title, the U.S. title at Mania. He still might. But LA Knight and Randy Orton versus Judgment Day at Mania would not hate that one bit. All right, in our final show, we're going to review NXT Deadline uh we have a pre-show match axiom versus nathan fraser really good match actually for you know sometimes you get really good bangers on pre-show matches Uh, a lot of people like why do you watch the pre-show uh i don't always but it just depends on what level of fandom i'm in at the time my wrestling fandom kind of just pivots a, little, a lot you know sometimes i'm like you know what let's not watch wrestling this week you know i'm not feeling it sometimes i want to watch every fucking wrestling show i can get my dirty hands on uh it also just like depends on how much excitement i have on a pay-per-view like a lot of times i uh you know especially like survivor series I was so pumped, I was like, I, I just wanna watch the pre show. I just wanna surround myself with wrestling. And this week, you know, I was so pumped for NXT Deadline, so we threw it the pre show on. I just so just like listened to the guys talk. I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts. I just love wrest uh then we start the actual pay per view after that. Uh Axiom actually won that pre show match. I was really surprised he won and uh then uh, when the pay-per-view starts Shawn michaels comes out and does a little bit of promo then cm punk comes out with Shawn michaels It was really cool seeing Shawn michaels and cm punk in the same ring uh they it looks like the guys were having a lot of fun with with each other which uh i heard cm punk kind of like talk shit about triple h and Shawn michaels a lot in the past looks like he's getting over it and it's kind of nice to see him Seeing them all good friends now, and Punk, it looked like him and Sean were doing a lot of ad libbing, which was great. They were just out there having fun. Uh, seeing Punk hinted he could sign with NXT. He's fucking not, obviously, but he could. Uh, I'd be I'd be okay with that if he did, you know. But I I know it's not going to happen. Our first match, we have Dragon Lee versus Dominic Mysterio for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, this was. Uh, a really good match. I, I was really enjoying this one. Uh, unfortunately, Dragon Lee won, beat Dominic Mysterio, and become the NXT North American Championship. Ray was all excited, like, "Yay, my son lost the title!" That makes no fucking sense to me. I know y'all are beefing, but that's still your legacy. That's still your blood. That's still your son. Why would you want him to lose his title? Uh, I don't know. Just don't make any sense. I guess we're just getting Ray out there. To help, to help support Lucha Wrestling. I don't know. I really want Dominic to retain, but it's fine. Next up, we have the Iron Man Survivor match for the females. This match was really good. Uh, Fal- uh, Fally and Henley versus Blair Davenport versus Tiffany Stratton versus Lash Legend versus Kalani Jordan. Let me tell you, Lash really surprised me. Uh, she's whooping some fucking wholesale ass. she got a he had two pins at once which is fucking awesome. Uh, I was really supply, surprised that Blair Davenport won this match and uh, yeah it was just a lot of fun. Yeah so uh, Blair Davenport won. I was expecting Tiffany or uh, actually Lash to win that one but I, I think you know what Lash surprised me the most uh, I haven't seen her uh, wrestle but a handful of times. Uh, I'm kind of Lash. This match made me a Lash Legend fan. So I'll be supporting her from now on. Uh, she really surprised me here and I loved it. Uh, next up we had Lexus King versus Carmelo Hayes. A lot of people kind of were hating on this match. I enjoyed this match. Actually, I'm a I'm a really big Lexus King supporter. I'm a light Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Carmelo Hayes won and he should have. If, even though I'm always rooting for Lexis King, uh, I, I mean Carmelo Camaro Hay, Carmelo Hayes, you know, he's gonna win. But I like, I think you know, it's just nice. This is Lexus King's first pay per view uh, pre- premium live event debut here. So I mean, he, it's fine he didn't win, you know, but he's he's on one. I feel like Lexis King is about to reveal soon that Carmelo was the one who attacked Trick Williams. Um, I don't know. I, I think this was just a good like it's just a good welcoming to Lexus King. I don't think he should have won. This was just his his debut here. Also, can we talk about how fucking great his entrance is, Lexus King? Oh um, I loved it. I don't know. I'm ready for Carmelo and trick to have their uh I don't see Trick uh Williams winning at NXT New Year's Evil. Uh so I, I think it's gonna be Carmelo versus Trick at the NXT pay per view that's the the weekend of WrestleMania. Okay, next up we have the Iron Man Survivor match for the men already kind of spun who's gonna win that one. It's Tyler Baker versus Dijack versus Braun Baker versus Trick Williams versus Josh Briggs. Trick Williams won this one. Uh this match was uh really really good it's probably my favorite match on the card i don't know this match was a lot of fun uh die jack was that i'm not even that, that big of a die jack fan but he did really good here everybody actually every man did really good here let me just say that uh i loved Braun breaker come out like i think he was like the second the last guy to come out he speared like everybody he got like three pins in 40 seconds he whooped ass trick williams he did great too, and he got he had zero pins until like the last three minutes and turned around and got like four and one. That was really fucking cool uh i, I yeah, I'm kind of glad Trick Williams won. I don't see him again winning at New Year's Evil. I think he'll lose and I think he'll lose because of Carmelo Hayes. I think time New Year's Evil gets here. Carmelo will come out as a full heel. And uh, so that I think that's going to come out. I think that's going to be the biggest match at NXT, whatever pay-per-view they have at Mania. Next up, they have Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James in a steel cage match. I didn't give a flying fuck about this match. This match was meh. Uh, I it was just it's just bad. I I I I, I don't know. The the end was bad. They didn't need to be in a steel cage. This was a this was a skippable match. In our main event, Ila Dragunov versus Baron Corbin for the NXT Championship. Isla Dragunov won. He whooped the wholesale ass out of Baron Corbin. Like, he fucking... I don't know how Baron Corbin could ever could ask for a rematch after that after that ass whooping he got. Uh, but, you know, I was, actually, part of me was wanting Corbin to win. But, I'm not mad Ila Dragunov won. I love both guys, so, uh... We'll see what's going to happen from there. I could see Baron Corbin beating uh, Dragon Lee for the NXT North American Championship. Why not? Let's do something with Corbin. I mean, he he he. Boy he needs a title. He's only held the U.S. title to my knowledge. So that's wrestling this week. Um, before I close and do my final little thing, let's go over uh, the match of the week and MVP of the week. So uh both both are similar like last week. So last week Bronson Reed won MVP of the week and he was in match of the week as well. Something similar this week we kinda gotta kinda gotta combine two. So for me, match of the week goes to the Iron Man Survivor match, the men's version. I thought that was the best match of the week, and I'm gonna give MVP of the week to Trick Williams. Oh yeah, man. Also, another really quick note that we're talking about Trick Williams. You know how people say Seth Rollins, he wouldn't be popular without a song. He, You know, the song makes Seth Rollins. Can we say the same thing about Trick Williams? I didn't get hype into Trick Williams until Booker T was hyping up on the theme song. And then I fell in love with Trick Williams from after that. So I was wondering like, you no, know, maybe, maybe, maybe Seth Rollins and Trick Williams have something in common there. So Match of the Week, uh the Men's Iron Man Survivor match, and MVP of the week goes to Drake Williams. Uh before I get into five possible CM Punk WrestleMania matches, I want to talk about AEW. Uh so all week, I was so pumped. I wanted to watch Edge and Christian fight in Montreal on AEW Dynamite. And, well, I, you know, last week I said my we were able to use my uh, girlfriend's mom's Hulu. And then she didn't pay her fucking bill. And now I can't use the $60 Hulu. So, uh, you know, I don't have cable. We only stream so we're kind of there and we're you know we're we're dead ass broke like I, I work 40 hours a week at a retail job uh, I could barely afford Christmas like I'm barely scraping by to get everybody's Christmas gifts and pay my bills and shit like that uh, so I can't afford the $60 Hulu I looked up every way to watch stuff online for AW you know you can get Sling TV which is $40 a month you know you can get um the the $60 Hulu or you get YouTube live maybe and I thought about it I was like I could do that I could do you know maybe I could do $40 a month for a Sling TV but then you got AEW $60 pay-per-view and then so you'd have to pay a $100 a month to watch AEW uh if you don't have cable and that'd be the only reason I got Sling TV You know, or Hulu $60 version was just for AEW. Is AEW worth $100 a month? No, they're not, period. Fucking never. Uh, WWE, I could watch on, you know, regular Hulu and $5 a month for Peacock. Okay, that's doable. So, I think, you know, a lot of people complain about aew you know you know not a lot of people showing up to their events you know i i just think they should go out of their way to make it more accessible for people you know Uh, a lot of people like me aren't using cable anymore they're just streaming so if you're doing that it's hard to you know it's hard to Watch your product. I want to watch AEW. I want to watch AEW Rampage. One of my favorite wrestlers, Danhausen, is on AEW Rampage. I want to see Danhausen. I want to watch MJF. I want to watch Edge and Christian. I will not go broke to watch these guys. I want to watch these guys. You know, it's it's hard to be an AEW fan. I I, I you know you can say, you know people say hey just shut up get cable like I just I don't want to go through all that shit. You know I want to be an AEW fan. It's just I, I just it's hard for me to watch it. You know, WWE's not trying to hide from everybody. You know they're making they they want you to be able to watch them. That's just the you know a, my quick complaint. I did watch. AEW did drop half of the Edge and Christian match on YouTube. I did watch it there. Uh it looked like it was like midway through the match and they had um that boys who works with Christian. His mom came out, hit uh Adam Copeland with a belt. The hit looked weak as fuck. Uh Christian got the pin. I don't know. I don't know why they got this mom, this dude's mom in here booking this shit. It looked stupid as fuck. So, I don't know. I don't know. I felt bad. Anyway, that's just my complaint about AEW. Like, make it fucking accessible. You know? I, I know they got... I keep hearing stuff about them and HBO. I would love it if AEW went to HBO Max. I'd fucking love it. Do that, please. Let me watch your product. I, I got a, you got a guy here who wants to watch your product. You just, you making it hard for me to do it, because you just make it hard for me to get to it. All right, final thing I'm going to do before I go: five different ways you could book CM Punk for WrestleMania. Now, last week I talked about Seth. CM Punk winning the Rumble, fighting Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for the world title. Uh, also, a plan B for that is Drew McIntyre beat Seth Rollins. Uh, Rock or Cody could win the Royal Rumble and still have Seth versus CM Punk at Mania, just not for the title. Uh, okay, so this is match possibility number two. CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble and goes for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Have it CM Punk versus Roman Reigns at Mania, I think out of all uh, all the possibilities, this would be one of the ones that would make the most money. Uh, you know, I, I think people want to see that. I think I think all these were are great ideas. There's no lose here. All right, match possibility number three: Kevin Owens. He they kind of hinted at it on SmackDown. He he brought him up. They saw each other each other backstage. Kevin Owens looked like he wasn't very fond of Punk at all. So that would be great. The promos leading up to it would be fucking out of this world. Both men are fire on the stick and in the in the ring. Uh, This is just a safe bet for success. These guys would crush it. All right, number four. This one, I think, would make the most money of all of them. This one would be just cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. At CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Talk about PP Pants City for me. I would just be in tears and just crying the whole time because Steve Austin's my top three wrestler, one of my top three wrestlers of all time. Top three Stone Colds in there. And the other two, Undertaker and Bray Wyatt, no particular order. Uh, I would just be in tears. Um. Not likely, but I would, God, I would love it. You know, Stone Cold had a match just two years ago against Kevin Owens. So why not? Why not? Why not? I would love it. And my final possibility, number five, CM Punk versus Cody Rhodes. Boy, howdy. You're, just all of these. Every single one of these. It kind of looked like Cody Rhodes was a little pissed at Punk for wanting to be in the Rumble uh but you can't be mad i mean 29 guys are gonna be in the rumble you can't get mad at every one of them for wanting to be in it cody uh but i just i'm really excited to see that so this has been fantasy universe wrestling podcast i'm stand-up comedian sean dills um real quick well let me plug my shit here i have a youtube channel cool kids with asthma you can follow the podcast there on YouTube you go to Spotify Amazon Music uh, we, you can where, other areas you can find my podcast you can email if you have any wrestling questions feel free to email me at coolkidswithasthma at gmail.com so please just let me know if you have any wrestling questions love to hear them Hopefully we'll be dropping the Fantasy Universe Wrestling actual wrestling event soon where we're going to have these fantasy matching uh, books, bookings in there. Uh, Hopefully we'll do that real soon. And I'll see you guys maybe next week. Alright? (music) Bye-bye. been a cool kids with asthma production